Hi, I'm David Kelly, President and CEO of Chicana Copper. Chicana Copper is a junior company exploring the Soledad project in the Ancash province of Peru. We've made a very important discovery and put out a small but high-grade resource on a small portion of the project. And the exciting aspect of our uh, program now is we have a new permit that opens up the entire southern half, giving us access to uh, some really exceptional uh, tier one targets that I'd like to talk to you about today. Uh, Dave, you, uh, as always, good to have you back. Um, the things I want to talk to you about first, though, is you've announced this um, private placement. Um, was that closed yet? The tranche, first tranche closed on Friday, and we're working on the second tranche, and I'm confident we'll have that closed in uh, just a few weeks. Uh, the response was very good in tranche one. Goldfields came in. Uh, not only participating, but moved up from 17.4% equity position all the way up to 19.9. So they maxed out, put in $342,000. And there are lead order going into the second tranche at $275,000. Right. Okay. So th that that's closing soon. And look, I think it's interesting to me, the, there are companies in um, the, the market have gone out to raise money, haven't been able to. And there's companies that have gone out to raise money and, and have been able to. To, to do so. But both have something in common. They've chosen to raise money in a very, very difficult market at much depressed uh, share prices. So why did you feel you needed to do this now? Could you not wait it? Yeah. I mean, you know, mining is such a slow industry to begin with, right? We've got this permit. Uh, we want to move forward. We want to advance this project. We waited long enough, as you know, to get that permit in the first place. So we're uh, anxious to get uh, the drill started again and move forward. Uh, people have said to me that, oh, well, you know, the market should be stronger in January. You know, you might want to wait till January. Well, that might be true. But there are a lot of other people that are waiting for January too, right? So uh, we're moving ahead now. We have really good support in the financing. I want to get it closed. I want to have the money in the bank. I want to move forward and plan our program. Uh, people can find it out in January, and I hope it is a good market. I would love to see the juniors get more capital uh, inflow into uh, the programs that are out there. There's some great projects uh, that need to be funded. Uh, but we're moving ahead, and we want to keep the, the momentum going on our project. Okay, so then I guess the, the next important question um, is, um, you know, why haven't why haven't you done this? Thing? Was that just around the kind of the, the permitting issue? Yeah, it had a lot to do uh, with permitting and, and having the um, you know the right of way to uh, to get out there and and do the work that uh, that we need to do. I mean, we've got a very exciting twenty four hundred meter drill program uh, set to uh, test the mega gold target, which that's a, an exceptional porphyry target. We've always known that our tourmaline breccia pipes, which is where our resource exists, have are related to an intrusion, right? And many have speculated that this intrusion is a mineralized porphyry. It certainly has all the hallmarks for uh, being a, a large mineralized intrusive center driving this. We see all the classic aspects that you would expect to see in a porphyry target that would be driving such uh, strongly mineralized breccia pipes. And now we have the permit to go test it. It's completely, uh, the, the target is completely defined. In addition to the porphyry, we have a high sulfidation epithermal uh, target. So we we're able now to explore the entire mineral system, whereas before we were somewhat limited to exploring the high-grade breccia pipe part of the system. We have lots of more breccia pipe targets to test. We have 53 in total that are already defined, many of which are high-grade outcropping tourmaline breccia pipes. But now 
we're swinging for the fence here, Matt. This is a time to really see what this project uh, can deliver. Uh, Goldfields has been there patiently since 2019. They've put in over two, uh, $12 million since uh, 2019, and they're still putting in money. So that tells you how excited uh, they are about this target. Right, okay. And you're swinging for the fences is, is an apt phrase, right? Because I say, you know, you're, you're raising, so what are you looking to raise in, in total here? How much? 2.2 million. 2.2 million. And you said 2,400 meters uh, of drilling. You've got to get this right straight out of the get. You've got to go for your highest prospect targets from the get-go. Because I think if, if people... I guess the market is saying, well, if they can't do it now, are they ever going to be able to do it? So how are you coming at this? What are you going for first? Well, we're going for the mega gold target first. It's the porphyry target that sits right in the middle of our project. It's right in the middle of the, if you draw a circle and it's actually an oval shape, it's about six kilometers long by three, three and a half to four kilometers wide. That encompasses the 103 Chermeling Breccia outcrops we have. Right in the middle of that is the porphyry target. It's not a deep target. It actually sits fairly shallow. The top of sulfides, as estimated from our IP uh, uh, induced polarization geophysical survey, suggests that the top of the sulfide shell is 125 meters below surface. It has a very strong geochemical expression at surface in gold and molybdenum. It has pervasive alteration. We have uh, we have veinlets with quartz, tourmaline, and uh, quartz, uh, pyrite, calcopyrite, all the, all the hallmark things that you would want to see. And then the, the IP anomaly itself is spectacular. So you know, everything stacks up and, and I'm not sure if you're following the news on what's happened recently with Hercules Silver. Uh, uh, they certainly are. We, we, we kind of recommended them 18 months ago. So yeah, they've, they've really knocked it out of the park. But what's that yeah. going to do with you? Well, <laughs> so so Hercules Silver had a very similar strategy. They were in a district with um, very high grade uh, silver veins. We've got the high grade tourmaline breccia pipes. Both systems are related to an intrusive center. They did very uh, a thorough systematic exploration work, much like we have. They had a very prominent geophysical anomaly that sits beneath uh, their high-grade veins. We have a very prominent geophysical survey uh, 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 response that sits right in the middle of our uh, mineral system. And they recently put a drill hole down, the first drill hole, to test their porphyry target, and they hit 185 meters of 0.84 percent copper with some molybdenum and some silver in porphyry style mineralization with a single drill hole their stock has gone from us from six cents a year ago to a dollar 25 yesterday a 1350 percent uh 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 increase in their stock uh value uh just a remarkable result so um i have a few slides i can show you that that show you some of the similarities between what we have the first slide that's on the screen is a cross-section from north to south in our Soledad project in Peru. You can see on the left side or the north side, the geology is dominated by these red tourmaline breccia pipes. They are definitely sourced from an intrusion at depth, but we think those intrusions are relatively deep. And that has to do with the, uh, the, the aspect of uh, topography and your increasing elevation as you go to the north. Uh, but as you go across the, the valley, you cross the Lincuna Fault with a big, large regional uh, structure that's really important in lo localizing mineral districts along its entire extent. 
you cross over and you you arrive at our uh, porphyry target. It's called the mega gold target, and in part re in response or reference to the large geochemical anomaly that defines it. And that's the, the the porphyry target. And if you continue to the south, you go up in elevation again. You get more distal to the intrusion, and there is a high sulfidation epithermal system that's uh, that has all the characteristics. We've done all the detailed mapping and alteration studies of that. So there are two very important big bulk tonnage targets to test on the south side uh, as a result of getting this new permit in uh, in June of this past year. So if I just move forward to one slide uh, further, this is the geophysical anomaly that defines the mega gold target. Uh, it's it's a uh, induced polarization uh, survey. It's a type of survey that's commonly done in porphyry exploration. And the top diagram shows a cross-section through chargeability, which is essentially mapping the distribution of sulfides in the rock. And you can see there's two different types of of features. There's a vertical intrusion-like uh, IP response. It has a diameter of about uh, six to 700 meters. It had vertical walls. It's very strong in its response. It's over four, uh, 40 uh, millivolts per second uh, IP response. And then there's more of a flat line, more of a manto-like or strata-bound-like feature. This is very char characteristic and common of high-level porphyry systems where you have fluids moving laterally within favorable stratigraphy, oftentimes uh, uh, lithocap uh, systems and high sulfidation epithermal systems have this type of signature. So we're seeing both of those types of signatures uh, related to this uh, this porphyry target. Now I move forward to uh, a cross-section from Hercules Silver's Hercules project in Idaho. And you can see all the shallow drilling. That's where their veins uh, historically had been uh, drilled in uh, and, and worked in the past. Again, these, uh, you know, this, this group came in and uh, looked at the big picture. Yes, there's high-grade veins. What do they relate to? They likely relate to a mineralizing intrusion. They did the work. They developed the target, and they drilled the target. Uh, and so they've got one hole into this geophysical anomaly. That's a, a chargeability response, just like I was showing you on our uh, project. Their response there is greater than 25 uh, millivolts. Um, very large feature. It's got over a uh, kilometer strike length. One drill hole into it, confirmed porphyry mineralization, and the rest is history. It is history. Um, some, whatever, I think they were sort of um, up around 240 at one point, but they're sort of sitting at around 180 million market cap off, yeah. off the back of, back of that um, burst. When was the beginning of October, I think, people started to take notice. And obviously, Barrick in there now as well with, with 24 million right. bucks or so. Just, but, but just, I want, I want to be, I want to be really kind. I want you to be candid here. It's always easy to take parallels with the best in the market and say we're like them. What, what gives you that kind of confidence? You kind of outline some of the features which are are, are are the same, but obviously they've got a lot of drilling into this thing. What are you going to be able to achieve to kind of prove your thesis that it is similar to what they've got with two point two million bucks? How do you get after that? Well, the 2,400 meter drill program uh, that that we've planned, and you know, we have more targets than we can drill with this 2,400 meters. No question. In fact, when we worked with Goldfields, our strategic investor, to develop the the the, the targets for the drill program, you know, we came up with 5,000 meters. I mean, that's the ideal budget. But we're in a tough market here, and 
Uh, even though I think I could raise that money, it, I, I don't think it's the right thing to do. I think if we can get a few drill holes in our target and demonstrate very significant mineralization outside of the terminally breccia pipe sitting in this same mineral system, it's going to help us immensely. I think there will be a response. Uh, I, I would love to see a response like like these guys have seen. We've got the same quality uh, target, in my opinion. It's it's attracted the likes of Goldfields, who's put in $12 million. Uh, Hercules Silver attracted the likes of Barrick, who put in $24 million. So I think just having a strategic investor like that is huge. It validates the concept. These guys don't throw money around, right? They're accountable to their shareholder, just like the junior uh, sector is, and they have uh, tremendous depth on uh, in, in their technical ranks, right? I mean, the the technical acumen of the Goldfields team is some of the best I've seen in my career. I mean, they're really, really outstanding, seasoned uh, uh, explorers that have had success in their in their careers, and and they take deep dives on, on these things, right? They they look at every aspect, and I'm sure Barrett did the same thing. On this thing, they didn't just jump in and say, "We've got to be first in. Let's just throw money at this thing." I'm sure they they did their homework, and uh, so I'm excited to see this kind of response in the market. I'm excited for the quality of our target. It's been a long haul for us to get here, but we're here now, and we'll we'll finish this financing, and then we're on to a very very exciting exploration stage at at the Solidad project. Right. So give me the timing. When when's the when's the drill start turning? When do we start seeing uh, numbers? Well, the the uh, second tranche uh, is due to close uh, December second. So things will wrap up uh, on the financing side by the end of the year. Um, I would love to start in January, but you, as you probably know, January and February are the hardest, most intense uh, parts of the rainy season in Peru. So I think. You know, March 1st is our target date to get out there and start. We've got uh, road building and platform uh, construction uh, to start with, and we'll get out there. And it'll be a little bit uh, safer and more manageable in March. Uh, we've got lots to do in preparation to get there. As you know, we're also working on the high-grade resource that we currently have on the project. It's looking very, very good. Uh, uh, just as uh, as the kind of asset that can go along with uh uh, uh, porphyry uh, discovery as well. It, it's it too adds lots of value to the project. We're doing a geometallurgical study uh, through Coates at the University of Tasmania now on that, and uh, we're uh, doing internal studies on that. So we have a lot to do. Uh, we've ratcheted down our cost structure. Uh, we we're dedicated to making sure that uh, the investor dollars goes into the ground. Uh, for exploration and advancing the project in a very, very meaningful way. Okay, David, I like, like, appreciate the update. Um, I get up with the rest of the closing that uh, second tranche. Um, I see Goldfield still uh, intrigued and uh, involved with this thing. Um, stay in touch, okay? Thanks a lot, Matt. Appreciate it.